Hello, how are you? Good, I just realised why I said hello sounded really seductively. Hello. <laughs> I think it's the same, like nearly every episode. You're like, <laughs> look, at least you're consistent. Um, <laughs> consistency oh. is key. Consistency is key. And considering we always start off our episodes speaking about food, I... <laughs> I have something food related. (laughs) Me and Nathan were just cooking dinner before and he was, you know, every now and then he gets there and he's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So he made mashed potato. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Once he drained the water out of the spuds after boiling them, he put the spuds just by themselves back on the heat. And I'm like, what What? are you doing? (laughs) And he goes, that's how you do it. I'm like, no, it is not. You are going to fry the spider. <laughs> he didn't believe me, but he, he what, made what it. What did he think was going to happen from putting it back on the stove? <laughs> I think he thought it was going to melt the butter. And I'm like, oh, mate, you've got God. it in a hot pot. You don't like... realise that putting the butter in it, regardless of if it goes back on the stove, it's probably going to melt when you like, <laughs> With the hot it. potatoes. Yes. Oh, but oh, look, I won't break his heart. It was it was yummy. He did a good job, but yeah, <laughs> he did remove it from the heat after that. But I was just like, "Oh, honey, no, <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna burn. That's I, not." <laughs> I love mashed potatoes so much, and like, I would make it every day if I didn't have to put in the effort of peeling potatoes. No, I hate peeling spuds. I always take <laughs> off my fingernails. I'm just. Because I'm left-handed, it's just the way I do it, it's just not what the peeler wants me to do. (laughs) (laughs) I always get there and I'm like, no, Fran, can you come and peel the spuds? Like, I won't peel them because I always end up cutting myself when I do it. Well, that's what I did that once and I was just holding, and like Cameron wasn't home, but our other roommate was. This is when I was at uni. Mm. And... I was, like, just holding my bleeding thumb and I kind of went into his room. I was like, yeah, can you get me stuff? (laughs) I need You just look at it like, what just happened? (laughs) I need first aid now, thank you. You just give me a hand. But, yeah. And then for tea that night, we had bloody potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Potatoes, with mashed potatoes with tomato sauce. I can't believe (laughs) I did that as a kid. That's absolutely rancid. Oh, I got my uh, dad and Cameron do it. Like, we'll have Franksies with potato and he put he just puts ketchup on the potato and I just want to, like, blow up. See, oh. I don't even like tomato sauce anymore. There was, like, five years where I thought I liked it. How's, it's so strong. It's just really it strong. Even, how, how does it taste like tomato? It I don't get it. <laughs> and, like, it's like when people, like, you get a bag of chips to share with someone and they order it and then they get it with tomato sauce and I'm just like, don't want it. And they're like, what? You don't like sauce? I'm like, no. Chicken salt or nothing, mate. Yeah. Oh, gravy. Chips and gravy. Oh, gosh. Remember um, when we were at Hellier and you'd go across to the um, calf and also. The TAFE calf. Yes, theirs was so much nicer. And um, yeah, you'd get uh, chips with chicken salt and gravy. And gravy. Oh, I just, I think the thing I hate about the college's cafe was you basically had to be first in, otherwise you got the worst <laughs> food there or you got you know, nothing. <laughs> there was always two dagwood dogs that would get cooked 
and I'd always get it. <laughs> and I end up making like uh, like friends with the canteen lady, who in fact was actually in front of me at Subway the other day in line. Um, <laughs> and I'm still the Pluto pup girl. <laughs> Pluto pups like another name for a dagwood dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> she called them Pluto pups all the time, and she's all like, "Oh yes, the Pluto pup girl." <laughs> she's so lovely, and I'm like, I'm flattered that you remember me, but it sucks that it's over food. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um, if you left five minutes, like if you got let out five minutes before class. It was the best because you knew you were going to get first in line and I'd always get <laughs> ham, cheese and the pineapple toasties. Like I oh. never even knew that was a thing until college and I loved them so much. Yum. I have a craving all of a sudden. I oh, love what about, do you have those, um, the pizza melts on like the bread roll buns? Yeah, and they used to occasionally oh. have sushi and the sushi now, now I think of it, the sushi was crap. I hate but, sushi. I don't. I don't see the point in eating seaweed. It belongs oh, in the ocean. I had sushi for lunch today. <laughs> Went all the way to Hill Street just to get it. I just have a lolly. <laughs> you just had a lolly. No, Savaloy. Oh, Savaloy. Say, that was filling. <laughs> oh, there's nothing quite like a sav. <laughs> Good old sav. That was the best thing about mini league as a kid. Go and watch Stuart play, and. Get us out. Yeah. Footy on a cold on a cold winter's day. I know. I'm missing footy so much. Well, it sounds like it's gonna get back soon. I hope so. Things are looking good. I'm proud of Australia. Oh no, but I gotta just I got sent a message from the basketball um, team saying that, oh let's get some uh, back into some fitness stuff and I just wanted to cry. <laughs> See, before you were like, oh, yeah, no, it was get me out of the house. It was good. Now you're like, yeah. Oh, now look, well, I'm so unfit now. Like I tried to go for a run last night with Cameron and it was so cold. And like after one lap, I was like, Cam, I was like, no, nah, this, this ain't good for my knees. <laughs> this is meant to be warming up my body and I'm cold. <laughs> I have lost seven kilos. Well, I couldn't have oh. I done this before your wedding. <laughs> how, have you, how have you lost that? Literally nothing. Yeah, that that's the key. You're doing nothing. I am. I just my weight fluctuates like something shocking. I just lose it, and then I'll gain it, and then I'll lose it again. And whenever I lose it, I generally lose about fifteen kilos, and then keep it off for like six months, and then just slowly eases back on. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't do anything different. It's like, what is wrong with me? And people are all like, "Oh, you look great," and I'm like, "Thanks, I feel it too." And they're like, "What did you do?" And I'm like. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know what I've done differently, but it's great. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so good. Uh, but of course, anyway. it happened after your wedding. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> Want to get into our topic this week? Yes. Obsession. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when I suggested this one to you, you were kind of like, huh? <laughs> Oh, well, you just said obs- obsession obsession movies. So I was like, what does she like? I didn't know if it meant movies we were obsessed with or <laughs> what. You're like, I can't narrow that down. But no, movies that are about people who have obsessions. Yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, quite a few honourable mentions, but I'm pretty proud of my two that I've picked. I've only, I've got, oh, no, I only got, i got three down, but. I've got three, actually, I've got four down, but I'm only <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't put that much effort in. <laughs> See, I'd start studying something and then I'm like looking into it. I'm like, yeah, it was a good movie. And then I'm like, hang on, that movie. I'm like, no, nah, that's my number one. And then I did that uh, twice um, mm. and now I have four. <laughs> well, I reckon, well, one of mine, I've done it. One of mine is like a series of movies. So, yeah, I guess you could say I've done eight. <laughs> Oh, I'm curious. Mine are all movies. None of mine are TV shows. Yeah, mine are, mine are movies. I meant by series is it's a like franchise. Right. Yes. Multiple, a chain of movies like yes, yes, yes. Harry Potter, what I don't like. <laughs> that is not an obsession movie. <laughs> well, no, it's people. not, but people seem to be obsessed with it except for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to go first? All righty. So. My first one, I'm going to go with, it's called Only for One Night and it was released in 2016. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It was a good one, actually. So basically what happens, the whole movie keeps you on your toes the whole time. So it starts off with a really, really happily married couple. Their names are William and Chloe. They've got awesome chemistry, by the way. Like it's actually quite like a believable relationship if you know what I mean like they've got good chemistry for work yeah I know I know what you're talking about yeah 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 so basically they perceive as this perfect family they have a really cute kid and yeah so unexpectedly Chloe's sister kind of shows up and she'd been going through like a rough time having fertility issues and stuff with her with her partner um and her sister sorry Chloe's sister's name is Christine so they invited her to stay because that's what family's for. <laughs> um, <laughs> so their son had like a basketball tournament, I think. I could be wrong. Um, but Chloe went away with their son to take him to the basketball tournament and that meant that Chloe was going to be away for William's uh, awards night at work. Okay. So they say, hey, Christine, why don't you go with Will to his I feel like I already know what it's ending, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the award night goes well and whatnot. And when they go home, Christine really wants to keep partying and whatnot, but Will was just like, oh, I'll go to bed. And they're like, oh, just one more drink, one more drink. So they have one more drink, but Christine slips something into Will's drink that basically wants him to go at it like a rabbit. <laughs> oh. And she, like, drugged him, took advantage of him. And had sex with him, but like he was, he wanted to, but it was because of this drug. Yeah. Anyway, so one thing leads to another and he ends up sleeping with his wife's sister. I literally can't even imagine that betrayal. Like. That's uh, disgusting. It is. It's like, oh, your own sister, like family. Like, oh, that would just. I mean, I know that that would never happen because my sister is a legend. But yeah. (laughs) On your Brit. <laughs> and, I mean, really, I think you're my sister as well, in a sense. <laughs> and we would never do that to one another. Anyway. No. Um, but, yeah, God, that would be just awful. Well, anyway, they woke up the next day and he, Will was quite, like, foggy and whatnot. Like, well, what happened? Obvious that he was, like, on the come down of drugs and also mm. a lot of alcohol. But Christine was, like, walking around the house with his shirt on unbuttoned naked you know and he's like what the hell are you doing she was just acting like a psycho like it was okay that what happened happened like she showed no remorse yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah anyway 
she kept like drugging him and raping him and she ended up like falling pregnant with his child and my goodness she like held it against him like something shocking like he was like you need to get rid of the baby she's like I'm not going to and she became like wildly obsessed with William and would like randomly rock up and call or do something like flirtatious or something in front of his wife and he didn't know how to tell her or anything and um you know his wife was like I know something's up like I can tell but yeah the end of the movie was like a huge fight scene and whatnot and it was I'd say a thriller in a sense because you're like you want his wife to find out but then you're like why am I siding with Will (laughs) not want his wife to know but it's because of the perception that the movie puts you in his shoes mainly so yeah. So did so does like does Will end up winning? Um, to be completely honest with you, I can't really remember too much. I think that the sister gets put into like a mental hospital or something like that, where ah, you know, yeah, she's psycho, but they they end up fine. And I think, um, from memory, his wife was like, you know, this happened or good. It took a little while for her to like move on from that, which I mean, that's rough because you're still going to feel that betrayal, but it's like he was drugged. He couldn't, couldn't, yeah, he couldn't help yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it just a shitty situation. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they moved through it um, and came out on the other end of it and end up happy again. But just she was always in the background. Mm. Interesting, so did, interesting. Did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, I liked it. Then, you know how Netflix, like, gives you recommendations of movies that are like this title or whatever? Yeah, me and Nathan, like, bulk watched a whole bunch of Obsession movies um, and they come into my honourable mentions. Yep. Yeah. we'll hear them at the end then. Yes. (laughs) Did you want to do one now? Yep, I'll I'll do my my franchise series one. (laughs) I'm curious to know Um, what this is. It's the Scream series. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course, yeah. The ones that are s- obsessed with Sydney Prescott. So basically, I'm just going to go through each one and who the basically obsessed person was because that's just going to be easier. Yeah. So the, the killer in these movies was called Ghostface. If you haven't seen Scream, you may have seen a Scream movie one, which... A fantastic <laughs> parody of this. Okay, so in the first scream, we find out at the end that the people that um, are murderers are Billy and Stu, who happened, who was Sydney's boyfriend and friend. The actors was the guy that plays F. B. Jones from Riverdale and oh, Shaggy oh. from Scooby Doo. <laughs> so basically. Billy blamed Sydney's mum for driving his mum away because she had an affair with his dad. He was just being a sook. Second one was Mrs Loomis, who was Billy's mother, and she hired another bloke to carry out the killings who pretended to be one of uh, Sydney's friends in college but then it was revealed that he actually was a psycho psychopath that um, Billy's mum had met online, which is just insane if you're that obsessed with that, like, just, just kill yourself. Yeah. The third one was, the killer was Roman Bridger. And basically, he was revealed to be the mastermind behind the other two movies as well, because he was the son 
of Maureen, who was Sydney's mum, but she didn't want him, so he filmed her affairs and showed Billy. So then he gave Billy the idea of carrying out the killings, thus then leading to Billy's mother killing the next one. I thought that was quite a twist. Yeah. And then we have Scream 4, which is the last one, thank God, which (laughs) saw Jill Roberts, played by Emma Roberts, who Mm -hmm. was Sydney's estranged cousin, and she basically was ghost-faced because she craved the attention that Sydney got so she actually set up the killing spree of her mother and friends. And oh. then she got her boyfriend to also help with the murder spree. So he'd wear ghost face and, like, pretend to attack her so it didn't seem like um, Jill wasn't getting attacked, which wow. is just insane. So, yeah, the Scream series is basically just a bunch of people obsessed with this one girl because of her mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. Oh, my like, gosh. No wonder I haven't watched it. <laughs> like, this chick has done nothing. <laughs> she's yeah. She's getting murdered. Her friends are, like, but not even, like, her friends are getting murdered. Why are they going after the friends? Just kill her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh <laughs> killing. Um, murder. I've watched, I'm going to be completely honest, I've watched the first two and that's it. Because I think anything after two movies in a horror um, oh, yep. two or three movies in a horror franchise is just too much. Also I, known as Paranormal Activity. <laughs> yes, Paranormal Activity especially. I give an exception to The Conjuring and Insidious yes. because they are fantastic. They are. I watch those. <laughs> well, the con- there's a new Conjuring coming out, like, end of this year or next year or something. Yeah, see, I know, but I reckon it's probably going to get slightly delayed just because of um, the COVID. coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, The Nun was disappointing, but... Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. It was, I think they kind of just um, were trying so hard to keep that same intense feeling about it, but it just didn't work. Yeah. Oh, just there was so much hype behind it. I think that's why. Oh, just, but I think it was because The Conjuring 2 was so good and The Nun, like, was just a good little part of that. Yeah, because they have the, the main thing. The it just didn't work. Yeah, no, I love The Conjurings and I like it because they give a sense of closure at the end of it and that's what I need. I hate a horror movie that just keeps me terrified. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Well, this actually, I know you said you probably wouldn't like this Scream thing, but there's actually a TV series of this Scream, but it's totally, like, it's the same kind of ghost face, but it's totally different. It's okay. got three series and, like, 13 episodes each. Like, I enjoyed watching it. It's pretty good. Like, the first two seasons are based around the same town, whereas and then the third season is kind of from, from somewhere else. But I enjoyed it. I reckon you'd enjoy it. It's actually got the – I'm pretty sure it's got the main girl from Dare Me, the teacher in it. I'm pretty sure she's in that one. Like, the coach? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, so yeah, that's a TV series. It's just called Screen the Same. So if you never haven't watched that and you want a horror thing to watch, I'd give that a go. It's pretty good. It's very teen, teenager kind oh, of cool. thing. But so yeah, that's a good one to watch. Yeah, I reckon I'd be willing to give it a go just because of the fact that like nothing's getting released at the moment. That I'm actually <laughs> running out of things to watch. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of why I came up with the Twilight idea. Like i I'm already up to Eclipse. Yes. No, like, I, I think it's horrible. But I'm just so bored that I'm watching it. 
Oh, the fir- like I watched the first one, uh, just Twilight, the other night, and I was just laughing, like <laughs> because of how bad like the acting's part of it, and I knew how much Robert Patterson hated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just remember how everyone loved it in school, and I'm like, not. I just like I hadn't seen it, so I think that's why I'm a hater. Like, yeah. Well, I was the same. I was just like, it was like so popular, I like it, so I just wanted to not like it. Yeah. It's a bit like that with Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, but you will watch that and we'll do another thing I've with that I've been told by fans. <laughs> Can you believe we have fans? <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, all of y'all. Anyway, you want to go to your second one? <laughs> yeah. So I only watched this recently. And the reason why I watched this was because someone, like one of our fans, um after our last episode actually said to me you need to watch this movie if you like plot twists you'll like this but it also includes obsession so I'm like perfect gonna mention it because I watched it and I loved it I watched it on a work night when normally I'd go to bed at like 10 30 at the latest yeah and I didn't get to bed till like 12 because I could not turn this movie off but it's called the girl on the train Oh, yeah, I've seen this. I was thinking yes. about doing this one. Yeah. Y- yeah. You've heard what? Sorry. No, I was thinking of going to, I was thinking of doing this one. Oh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> so if you like a psychological, suspenseful, plot twist, dark, intense, complex kind of characters, strong acting and obsession, then this movie is going to be a great one for you. Mm. Um, but and really, plus it's got it's got Emily Blunt in, in it, and she's it does. amazing. She's the one off a quiet place. Yes, she's a really good actor. Yeah. So this whole movie, it just it emphasizes. Well, you know, it really re- shows a lot of just this girl who rides the train, um, and she's like obsessed with this route route whatever the word is (laughs) um that the train takes and it goes past like these houses and whatnot that are near the tracks and she just fantasizes about the life of the people who are living in the house near the tracks. she's like you know oh how perfect their lives are and how in love they are and rah 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 and then she goes that's because I used to live in house number 35 so actually she was uh, like absolutely obsessed with her ex-husband to the point where she'd been set, like fired from her job, everything, and all day, every day, she would ride the train nonstop. Same like um, journey, just a yeah, journey. same journey. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, <laughs> she took the midnight train. Think <laughs> that because that's my journey. Um, but yeah, so she take the exact same ride journey every day. So all day, like repetitively, so that she could sticky beak at these houses during the day. Um, but yeah, so the the main character, she's the girl who rides the train, and her name is Rachel. Um, and yeah, so she always would sit on a certain side of the train and would swap for on the way back, so that she was facing the right way, going the right direction to have the best look as possible. So as the movie progresses, it actually turns out that she was looking into the house of her ex-husband, Tom, where mm-hmm. he is now living with his new wife and child, Anna. Yep. Um, his wife, Anna, and their child, sorry. Um, yeah, so she was quite a deranged, like she's an alcoholic, um, who would drink all day, every day while she was on the train as well. 
But one day on the train ride home, she saw somebody kissing someone that they shouldn't have been kissing. And I'm not going to say who, because I don't really want to spoil it too much. Yeah, there's affairs that are happening. Um, It was originally written as a book as well. So I think whenever they're written as a book and made into the movie, like, you know, it's going to be good. Um, But yeah, there's the nanny who is hired into Tom and Anna's home to help raise the child. As the movie proceeds on, it shows that Rachel actually went and found this girl who was the nanny because she saw her kissing a man who she shouldn't have been kissing. I think we can all guess it was Tom. Mm-hmm. And she went following him, following her, sorry, but because she was like, on out like you know very drunk and disorderly she could barely remember what happened but it actually turns out that the nanny went missing that night and all fingers pointed towards Rachel because she was the obsessive ex-wife who you know this was the nanny did they get her confused with Anna Tom's wife because they were both blonde um you know quite similar resemblance yeah yeah so the movie proceeds on and it's just an investigation and so forth. But the ending of it actually had a plot twist. And really this movie should have been mentioned last week in our plot twist ending. But, yeah, yeah I thought that it was worth mentioning in this because it, the whole thing outlines a lot of obsession. I'm going to say the plot. I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> yeah, just spoil it because I um, spoiled all the screen. So. Yeah. <laughs> so... It turns out that the nanny was actually murdered by Tom because Tom had been having an affair with the nanny um, yep. and she was pregnant with his child. And As always. Yeah. <laughs> he was not happy about it and got really aggressive and abusive towards her. But during all of this unfolding, it was actually showing that Rachel was not an obsessive crazy ex-wife she'd been mentally and emotionally abused by him they showed us so many scenes throughout the movie of her being this crazy woman but it turns out that she had been so viciously and malicious would be the correct term emotionally and mentally abused that he had led her to believe that she was the problem that she had this alcoholic issue there was a certain scene where Phoebe from Friends <laughs> was in this movie <laughs> and they went to like a work dinner and it, it showed that Rachel threw this huge scene, grabbed these deviled eggs and threw them at the wall, swearing, going crazy. But it turns out that eggs. never happened. It, um, Tom would actually basically feed her alcohol, like it was almost like she yeah, wasn't so- actually an alcoholic. He made her one by, you know, manipulation, emotional abuse, mental abuse to just make her drink alcohol and then tell her a different story of what actually happened the next day and led her to believe that she'd done all these horrible things in which she hadn't. But when it gets to the end of the movie, she actually saw the nanny and Tom together leave together. But because he told her that she saw nothing that night, she would like remove it from her knowledge her brain and everything the movie was a roller coaster it was a good movie I remember watching the first time and I just could not believe anything like it was you just could not think you it was one of those movies you just it wasn't possible to jump to any conclusions or predict it yeah exactly I the whole time I was like well I don't think she did it 
but who did it? And then yeah. when it starts unfolding that he was actually abusive and the whole scene where, like, um, his wife Anna found a mobile phone that actually belonged to the nanny um, that he'd taken because he'd killed her and, you know, buried her. It was awful. Like, mm. what a horrible man. I'm so glad that he finally was convicted of all these horrible crimes of what he'd done. And even in the scenes where he was being abusive towards Rachel, it was like it came to no surprise to Anna. Yeah. It's like she knew because she was experiencing well, much similar thing. to this. Yeah. yeah, but a good movie and it showed a lot of, you know, obsession traits throughout it, which really? obviously led to not be ringing true. But obviously he still had emotional attachments to Rachel. He knew how to get to her. Yes, no. Very he was the real it's very much a psychological thriller that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A good movie. I think you should watch it and it's on Netflix. <laughs> Not you, I know you've seen it. Yeah, but so you who's me, I <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm curious to hear your last one. So this one is Berlin Syndrome. Oh, I've never um, heard of that. No. Oh, it came out two thousand seventeen. It stars yeah. an Australian actress. She's in that Ride Like a Girl thing that's out now. I've that, still not like, seen that, but it keeps movie. popping up. Yeah. yeah. So basically this girl, um, Claire, she goes travelling to Germany, I think it was, something in Europe, and basically she has this holiday romance with a teacher and ends up being in an apart- in his apartment. And then wakes up the next day and she realises he didn't leave a key for her so she couldn't get out. So she just stayed there instead and stayed the night again. But then the next day she realised she couldn't leave again. And it turned out he stole her SIM card and left her with no key. Oh so, Yeah, um, basically he's a, this disturbed teacher and she tries to flee by stabbing him and but ends up in an empty courtyard, which then he obviously gets her back. And she's so upset. She finds, like, all this hair in a drain, which she believes it's from a person, so she knows she's not the fir- probably his first victim. Yeah. She, so the bloke, his name's Aunt Andy, his dad dies, and he brings back the dog. And so Claire's pretty happy. She's playing with this dog and stuff. And then Andy gets jealous of the relationship with her and the dog. And unfortunately, oh, seriously, unfortunately, the dog dies. Oh no! Thank you for Sucks. warning me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so he should have her, eventually, not the dog. <laughs> yeah. Andy eventually takes Claire to a forest because he's going to kill her. Then a family's in, a family interrupts her, and this little boy comes up to Claire, and Claire's trying to get him to help her, but he doesn't speak English, so she's like panicking, and then the boy's scared. And then back in their apartment, one of Andy's students have come over to I get some stuff or something like that, and her name's Franca, and she sees Claire in the background with the towel on, and Andy basically just blows off saying, "Oh, that's my girlfriend." And then later on, before Andy went to school one day, Claire purposely burns her hand on the stove and grabs one of Andy's school books and, like, hits it. And then we realise, like, we find out once he gets to school, 
um, he hands back the workbooks and Franca opens hers and there's a Polaroid Polaroid picture of Claire, like, physically abused because Andy would just take Polaroid pictures, like, every day, it, like, of them in whatever position they want, he wanted them in, and they just, you could tell they were just mentally abused. Oh, God. So, basically, Franca sees this and quickly tries to get back to the apartment, and Andy figures what's happened, so... He tries to get back. Frankie gets there in time and gets saves Claire and then they trap Andy in the same room that he would keep Claire and he basically accepts his fate that he's probably just going to die. But, like, halfway through the movie, another bloke had seen Claire and tried to save him, but then, uh, save her, but Andy found him and killed him with a crowbar. Like, it's just this intense... In- a movie about this guy that's just obsessed with this and one. And she, like, chick. keeps getting close to being able to be free. And yeah, it's, it's, just, it's like he just sees her as a pet, so just <sighs> wants to keep her there. Like, it's just, I, like, it, I not see it going because the bloke just seems so normal, which is, I think, it, well, that's a sick part. Like, heaps of these guys do seem normal or girls who are, like, these stalker people, like, like Joe Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's just horrible, but that yes, does but sound like a it's good a, movie. It's a pretty good movie. Yes. Sad that people literally go through this. Like I know. Yeah, we're watching it in a movie, but like this stuff happens. Eye opening. Yes. Right. Do you want to give your honourable mention? Happily. So <laughs> I had a few. Um, <laughs> not that they're great movies. Some of these were terrible, but they're still obsession movies that I've watched and didn't think were too bad. So yes, first one, you're going to laugh at this. Prom Night. <laughs> the 2008 Prom Night, I have version. Dora, I've got the <laughs> I've got the description down of this anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Do you know that this was apparently a remake? Yeah, there was a movie in like, I don't know, 1960s or yeah. like, I don't know, 50s, something like that. Apparently they invested like $20 million into the making of the movie. It's like how? They oh, didn't even God. like visually show people getting killed. Like it was PG-13. Oh, no, that's what, I found that funny when I looked at it and it was PG-13. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> like, I remember being a terrified probably... 15-year-old girl watching this. <laughs> they, oh. spent, they spent all the money hiring Britney Snow. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, probably. I love Britney Snow. Um, But yeah, so what Prom Night is, it's a deranged, uh, when a deranged high school teacher kills the family of the girl, um, Donna that he loves is a, sorry, in a disturbed attempt to force her into a relationship with him. The man is caught and sent to prison. However, years later on the night of her high school school prom, convenient, uh, Donna (laughs) is about to come face to face with the murderer once more as he escaped from maximum security prison. Uh, so he's on the hunt What's to find Donna. Americans. <laughs> Pardon. What's with Americans and prom? I know. Everything bad happens at prom. I know. And just, it's very drama filled. It's like the movie oh. blockers. <laughs> Dora, I've got a lot of bloody stuff to talk about prom with Riverdale oh. on our next episode. <laughs> oh, there's too much. There's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Another honorable anyway. mention that I had though yep. was Secret Obsession, which this is the Netflix original with the girl from the Sweet Life. Isn't that the one with London Tipton on it? Yeah, Brenda Song. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she's from, yeah, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. But there is so much wrong with that movie. Like, I find that this <laughs> it's, is... An, it's so bad. I know. There's so many common mistakes that you find, and Riverdale makes this mistake too, actually. Um, what era are you I mean, in? Are you in the 80s I, or are you in current time? Pick one and I'm, stick with it. You can't call I people on an actually, old telephone box and then five minutes later have the new iPhone XS. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> and I didn't actually watch the movie, but I remember seeing like memes and stuff about his um, Photoshop skills. <laughs> oh, it was it like. I just don't think that this could actually possibly happen. There's no way as medical professionals that have it happen. No. God, no. No. Wouldn't you have, like, you'd have a have to have an ID, something ID'd, like. Yeah, to prove, yeah. And, like, they give away, like, personal information as well. Like, I work in the healthcare industry. You happen. cannot discuss names not or anything. And they're like, sorry, Miss da-da-da-da is Miss Williams. That's right. Miss Williams isn't available for visitors right now. And it's like, why did you just tell this random man her name? You shouldn't have done that. All he did was ask about the lady who was in a car accident. And, yeah, but no. So the whole movie, though, but, like, even the car headlights, the car light headlights and the windscreen wipers were on, but apparently the car wouldn't start because it had a flat battery. And it's like, um, uh... <laughs> I'd say the um, I'd say the budget for the movie wasn't very high. No, <laughs> I mean it was a good movie. I still enjoyed watching it. It wasn't terrible, but it yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> so I have another one as well. So yep. actually, I've got like another who I think. Where's the other one gone? Well, I don't have any. Oh, I'm glad. I've got Obsessed, which is also on Netflix, and this movie has Beyonce. <laughs> Um, oh so it's gosh. just a, like an asset manager who leads a happy and stress-free life with his wife. Things take a turn when his colleagues start stalking him, threatening to ruin his career. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. That's the one with Beyonce in it. They're just an employee becomes obsessed with Beyonce's husband. And, yep. yeah, you know, the usual. Fun. No one's ever going to pick. Sorry, but no one's ever going to pick you over Beyonce. No. <laughs> It ain't going to happen. We're always going to be Team Beyonce. <laughs> Another one was My Teacher, My Obsession. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard about Which that Which the one, one you were, were talking about just then sounds like a knockoff version of your yes. much better sounding one. <laughs> yeah, so this one is Riley struggles to meet friends after transferring to a new high school where her father is an English teacher. When she meets Kyla, a fellow loner, they become close friends until Riley learns that Kyla is obsessed with her father. And yeah, yeah. that one, she was also had like a camera and did photography. So that's why it's a teacher with photography. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. So very similar, but yeah. I hate, I hate teacher student things. It's disgusting. It stresses you out, doesn't it? It's just like. Oh. Also, thanks Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> and Pretty Little Eyes. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> They're actually not much better than one another, but yeah. <laughs> Have you been um watching any like new episodes of Riverdale? Yeah, I finished. I you did that once quick. I skipped, yes, well, I I actually started enjoying. <laughs> I know it got good again. That's what I mean. Season one and the and end the, of season four or whatever we're in. Good. Yeah. Well, 
that le- the latest episode, episode nineteen, is actually the season finale because they had to stop filming. Yeah, yeah. I'm still have not watched that yet. I normally do that on the weekend. Well, you might need to watch. Well, you might you might need to watch that. I might need to... our next episode's on Riverdale. Yes. <laughs> Catch up, Brianna. Yes. Um, but I started watching a new TV show on Saturday and I am hooked and I've only seen like two episodes. What is it? Uh, Dead to Me. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. Christine yes, Applegate I've... and the girl who plays um Daf- not Daphne. Who are the Scooby-Doo characters? The one that wears orange. Yes, Daphne. Uh, not Daphne. Velma. Velma. Yeah, the girl who plays Velma in the Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> She's yes, also so on the there. Weeping White Woman or whatever it is that The Conjuring did. Yes. Mm, I think. Yeah, she's the mum. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, speaking, because you said something about um, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo as well before. Have you watched the TV show Good Girls? No. It's good. It's a Netflix original. It's really good. And I'm going to be completely honest with you, Rihanna. When I... <laughs> I tend to repeat the same three TV shows over and over again. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched Supernatural Ugh. and The Vampire Diaries. Oh. See, I've not given them a chance, so I can't judge, but at least I'm trying something new. <laughs> I, guess I hate it because people don't watch these things quick, like quick enough for me. And I'm like, I want to talk about it. Can you please watch it? I want to talk about hey, it. I watched too hot. I watched too hot to handle very quickly. I'm very proud of you for that. That was impressive. It was so bad that I just wanted to keep watching it to finish. <laughs> Have you finished Dare Me yet? No, I just I there's something about cheerleading. I just can't. Oh, but that's like such it. a mild part of the whole movie. TV yeah, show I know. Film. Plus, plus Beth and Addie annoy the shit out of me. Yes. Yes. But they're both so immature and then Cameron's next to me judging it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like literally finished it in two days because I was just so inclined to find out what happened. There was so much mysterious about mysteriousness, if that's even a word. I'm sure Cam will cook yeah. me with I'll, it. <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to smash it out yeah. in, in the next few days. <laughs> if I don't, don't judge me. <laughs> Never. <laughs> No. Anyway, yeah. we've totally gone off, off subject, but that's that's yes, the obsession movies. And if you didn't gather from our conversation, that our next episode will be on Riverdale. Riverdale. <laughs> um, but yeah, if any of you have any suggestions or requests, let us know because we always love the support and help and thinking of ideas. Because my brain is not working very well lately. <laughs> I'd appreciate any kind of support. Yes, and I'm and I'm trying to finish third year um, units for my degree, so I'm running out as well. See, I did not have that valid of an excuse other than work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. Anyway, thank you for listening. Go subscribe and like our pages. Thanks. Bye.